Hello and welcome to today's Dell Technologies podcast, where we'll be looking at how Dell Technologies Apex data storage services and the Apex console can enable an organisation to gain all the benefits of cloud-based storage as a service and more, while keeping the physical storage in their own data centre or a co-location centre. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm a long-time tech journalist and regular TV and radio presenter. To explain the features and benefits of Dell Apex Data Storage Services, I'll be joined by Nick Engelman, his Senior Manager, System Engineering at Dell Technologies. Now, Nick is an avid book lover. You should see his library, hundreds of books, and his favourite genre is science fiction. Couldn't agree with you more. Before we start, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of our country and acknowledge their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We acknowledge the culture, the history, and the languages of our First Nation peoples and pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. We'd like to thank our partner for this podcast, VMware. Okay, so let's get started. How are you going, Nick? G'day, Stephen. Thanks for having me on. Apex data storage services rely on physical storage owned and provided by Dell on customers' premises. So how does it work when customers want to increase available storage beyond what is physically provided? Yeah, so... Apex Data Storage Services is designed to deliver the cloud-like experience, but as, as you note, to the customer premises. And one of the key components of that is elasticity. So when the customer orders uh, the system, they're provided with a baseline capacity, but also buffer capacity, a, a minimum of 25%, though, depending on the configuration they select, it could be quite a lot more. Um, our console provides usage trends. Um, and it's also a partnership. We, we allocate a customer success manager to the customer. So as the usage of the, the storage moves into the elastic buffer capacity and starts to trend towards using the entire capacity, um, the customer success manager will advise that, um, that they're starting to head towards that limit. Um, it probably advise them to increase their base commit. And we'll add capacity. So we'll deliver it out on site when they, they trend up to about 80% of the, the usage of the, the full uh, capacity that's been provided to maintain that approximately 25% headroom. So they can order additional capacity, it'll ship to arrive within seven days from that order. Nick, why do customers opt for Apex over cloud storage? Is it inherently more cost effective or is the data transfer cost they save or are they reading and writing very large data volumes or is it because they have security or data sovereignty concerns with cloud? That's a great question, Stephen. I like it because it, it, it contains the answer to the question you asked. So, oh. so we like to talk You're about welcome. physics, economics <laughs> and land and you've covered all of those. Um, so in terms of physics, if, if you've got a, you know, a, a highly performant application where latency is uh, important to you, um, the speed of light comes into play. So the public cloud providers, uh, obviously, in you know, some of our major cities in, in this vast land of Australia, but customers are often you know, some distance away from where the hyperscaler might be. So, so that's one reason to, to choose to put the, uh, the storage on premises. Um, the second one is egress charges, which, which you also called out. So the, the fact that um, it's easy to load the data in, it's usually free, but um, as customers are using it, um, there could be egress charges. And, and we've seen you know, quite significant bill shock across some of the hyperscalers where they may have archived some of their, um, their data off into 
um, you know, into long-term storage. But because of a microservices architecture and APIs, um, their applications are actually making calls that cause that data to be queried. Um, and we've seen, you know, charges where the archive solution was, you know, in the tens of dollars of month per month, suddenly seeing charges for thousands and thousands of dollars to pull data out of the archive. Uh, the third one you raised there was, um, I'll call it governance and security, which, you know, th there might be um, industry requirements or legal requirements for the data to remain on premises and under the customer's control. Um, it, it's probably no accident that cloud native organizations like Netflix have moved to private cloud models as they've matured, just because, you know, it's that they can guarantee the performance, they don't have latency issues, and, you know, it keeps them away from um, some of that bill shock from the data egress. And how does the management of Apex Data Storage Service compare with managing a cloud service or customer-owned systems? So it, it lies somewhere in the middle. Um, like the public cloud, the, the Apex Data Storage Service is a shared responsibility uh, model. Um, we provide and manage the equipment. We, we continue to own it. This is designed for an OPEX financial treatment. So we'll do the initial setup uh, the ongoing monitoring to ensure the service level agreements, the lifecycle management of the hardware and the relevant software stack. Um, it's up to the customer to operate that equipment. And that's that's quite similar to the, the cloud-like uh, model. Um, in, in addition, Dell performs troubleshooting, monitors the solution, um, conducts daily administration across it. So there's 24 by 7 patching and administration. Uh, we help with the capacity and performance management. And via the customer success manager, we'll ensure that the, the customer is getting the, the best usage out of the solution. You know, um, that the CSM will actually be in frequent contact with the customer advising them on, on the best billing models uh, and, and usage models to be adopting based on what we're seeing there. Um, compared to fully customer operated, the, the customer is obviously responsible for all that lifecycle management um, and, and you know patching and management, the break fix of the equipment, as well as operating it. Nick, Nick, what are some of the limitations of the service? We touched on this a little bit before, minimum and maximum storage capacities, frequency of upgrades and downgrades, commitment terms, etc. Yeah, look, this is an outcome-based offering. Um, so you're picking from a defined list. And for our customers, that, that's a bit of a shift in um, approach. You know, they're, they're used to, um, you know, potentially doing a fully do-it-yourself uh, sort of solution. So with the Apex solutions like Apex Data Storage Services, um, we're offering an outcome rather than, you know, a, a platform that the, the customer is picking. Um, and and that, that's probably the, the most significant difference. If, if a customer wants to customize, but they're still looking for an OPEX suitable treatment, then we also have a flex on demand route, which, which allows you know, full customization. But with the, the as a service offerings, they're Dell Tech owned and managed with a service level agreement and service level objectives. It reduces the configuration options, oh, excuse me, it reduces the configuration options. Uh, we need to meet those guarantees so we don't allow the configuration drift, but it also, you know, it's designed to deliver to what the, the customer outcome is being looked for. In terms of minimums, it'll depend on the outcome chosen, but 50 to 200 terabytes is entry level. And for maximum, we're, we're up into the 10 petabyte range. Now, can the physical storage be located in any data center of the customer's choice? Yep. Look, we can install um, 
to the customer's own data center or to a hosting facility. Uh, we also include a, a co-location option, so via partnership with Equinix, so that the hosting is actually included in the monthly bill rather than billed separately. When Apex DSS is used in a co-location facility, can you explain how responsibilities are divided between the customer and the co-location provider? Yeah, look, co-location is a, a specific offer within Apex. It includes the hosting facility charges in the monthly bill. Um, so in terms of what we discussed earlier, the instances are installed in a, a secure Dell-managed co-location facility that's accessible to Dell services for all the support needs. So nothing changes there. Um, the setup is the same and includes connection into the network. The customer has the same responsibilities for operating the equipment, providing and, and managing network connections into their environments. And the colo provider, as, as well as obviously providing um, you know, the secure cage that the equipment is going into, will, will provide you know, security on the data center, um, you know, additional management of the network and, and the, the, the power, heating, cooling, all those sorts of things. And how do the costs of Apex DSS compare to cloud and customer-owned alternatives? So look, Stephen, you know, I'm, I'm not going to actual dollars, but we're priced competitively to the hyperscalers. Uh, we, we touched on one of the, the key important points, which is there's no data egress charges. Um, and you're not locked into you know, the hyperscaler services platform. Um, so you know, often uh, customers will look at the, the cost of Apex data storage services compared to just storage from a hyperscaler. That's the wrong comparison. You need to factor in things like the load balancer, the firewall, the data egress charges, and so on. And we are very competitive when you factor in um, all of that. There is a price premium compared to an upfront um, capital expenditure from the customer. But the key advantage here is it's it's designed for OPEX or a subscription billing model. Um, with customer owned where they're they're paying up front, they're typically factoring in a you know a lifetime for the product, uh, you know, which which will usually be three to five years. So there's a, a large capital outlay to buy equipment that um, some of which won't be used until they get towards the end of that term. Um, with Apex, the equipment's delivered um, provided with uh, elasticity and a buffer capacity so they can grow into it over time. So whilst there is a premium, um, you're getting equipment management and you're, you're making a much smaller upfront outlay and, and that effectively frees up cash for the customer to, to focus on other things like innovation. Now, it's my understanding that there are a number of performance level options available with Apex DSS. Can you take us through those? Yeah, sure. Look, as we've noted, it's an outcome-based offering. So the customer needs to understand the workload and the usage model and then select accordingly. Um, the initial selection is, are they looking for a block service, you know, suitable for big data and analytics, telemetry logs, databases, and so on? Or are they looking for a file service? Um, again, streaming and real-time analytics, AI, ML, but, but also user directories, content delivery, batch analytics, images, and so on. Once they've made that initial selection, there are three... Um, choices in terms of um, the performance they're looking for. We can look at it the high-end performance optimized that gives the highest performance with sub-millisecond latency, um, really high throughput of data. Um, they can go for balanced where we're, we're looking for you know, a balance of compute and storage. We're, we're not going for that you know, um, more, more 
um, compute optimized, or we can go for capacity optimized, where we're looking at you know a large capacity within the the storage array, um, and that could be suitable for archiving and data tiering and so on. Um, and really broadly speaking, the tiers correspond to you know all flash, a hybrid, or an archive sort of setup. Finally, Nick, what's one thing you'd like to leave listeners with today? Only one. Look, look, I'll go for one message, but in three parts. The cloud is not a destination. It's an experience, um, one that's enabled by a specific operating model. Um, and we're in a hybrid cloud world. So organizations expect that cloud-like experience everywhere. The, the Dell Tech um, Apex portfolio delivers that cloud-like experience on-premises, and it lays the groundwork for a true hybrid cloud experience for organizations that are probably currently experiencing multi-cloud, in other words, having to operate many clouds as opposed to um, a hybrid cloud where it's all integrated, and that's one of our key areas that we're trying to deliver. That's about all the time we have for today. Thanks to our speaker, Nick Engelman, for giving us so much insight into Dell Technologies Apex as a service offering. If you'd like to learn more about Apex Solutions, head to dell.com.au forward slash Apex. We'd like to thank our partner, VMware, for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. Goodbye and have a great day.